Listener Production. The Aussie share market is on track to have one of its worst days in weeks. And why did Australia's largest toll road operator decline today? Good afternoon. I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Thursday, the 21st of September. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Welcome, Stevie. Thanks for having me, Laura. It's Thank good to you be for here having again. me. Well, we're heading into the close. Not too long left now. And at the moment... Terrible. An ugly day for markets because we are currently having our worst day in five weeks. Mm-hmm. Since mid-August. We're falling for a fourth consecutive day, which doesn't happen very often. Yeah, exactly right. As you mentioned, it is the worst day in five weeks. So mid-August, we're down 1.5%. We're currently down 1.3%. We're on track for the worst week in over a year. So the beginning of September last year was when we saw another week as bad. But of course, we still do have another day and the end of this session to add to that as well. So we'll see what happens. And for the month, we're currently down 3.2%, which is the worst since December last year. So it's not good. And we're definitely following that trend where September's not a good month. Yeah. And the ASX 200 hasn't been lower since the 11th of July. So it's been, you know, a couple of months that we've seen the ASX 200 not getting back to these levels. But last night or early this morning, the US Mm. Central Bank made a decision on interest rates. And as very widely expected, 99% chances would happen. Interest rates were kept on hold, but basically did still signal that interest rates are still likely to stay high for longer, which is, Mm -hmm. you know, generally never helpful. And China share market also near the worst levels it's been since around November last year as well. Exactly. And they did mention that there'll perhaps be another hike this year. So I mm. guess that's sort of what we've been waiting for all week. And that's why there's been quite a lot of caution in our markets. That's why we've been declining. We did get that interest rate decision as expected, but I guess that higher for longer wording there is what sort of had investors worried you know, we were wanting to see interest rate cuts essentially, but now there's no talk of cuts until further down the track in 2024 because inflation ultimately still remains elevated. It's really not near that 2 to 3% target range. Yeah, and higher interest rates generally can be a negative for markets as well. You know, it lifts borrowing costs for businesses, for consumers as well, of course. You know, those that, that get mortgages have to fork out more for that and uh, it keeps consumers on the sidelines when it comes to spending. So yeah, that's one reason whenever we get rate hikes, it tends to be a a negative. And even if we don't get a hike, talk of more hikes can certainly hurt markets. Exactly right. And according to Bloomberg's, there's a 31% chance of a hike in November and a 23% chance of a hike in December, even after that meeting. So we'll, I guess we'll wait and see what happens there because they did mention at least one more hike. Yeah, and let's look at sectors because it um, looks like the the losses are widespread pretty much everywhere. They are. I'm actually surprised that the tech sector has managed to get above the line. It's less than a tenth of a tenth of a percent higher at the moment, but all other sectors are deeply in the red, aren't they? They are. So there's no sectors that are that are missing out, I guess, apart from tech across the market today. We've got financials, resource stocks. You know, they're the two big losers as far as the Massive. impact. That's 58% of the market based on, you know, the weighting today. So always makes it difficult to see the market improve on this type of session, but pretty much all other sectors are down, as you say. So Exactly. Mm. The the declines are definitely quite broad based, but also the other standout there is the healthcare sector, which is down one and a half percent. That's mostly just due to falls in, in CSL, which is that big biotech company. 
yeah, plenty of stocks ex-dividend as well. Today, we're still talking about dividends, of course, and quite a few paying out dividends as well. Yep, known X today, nothing too substantial, but quite a few paying out their dividends. As you mentioned, Rio is probably the biggest one, $2.60 yep. per share. We've also got Downer EDI, Bigger Cheese, the owner of realestate.com, REA Group, plenty of others too. Yep, Shaver Shop, many others, Bigger Resmed. Cheese. Did you say Bigger Cheese yep. already? You probably did. Mm-hmm. Um, I like cheese. Because you did like cheese. Just the chips. <laughs> right, let's say. So what else? We've got uh, Transurban in focus as well. Did you take a look at that one today? Of course I did. That was definitely in the spotlight there, Stevie. And shares of Australia's largest toll operator, they didn't have a great day, unfortunately. They are the latest company to be on the watchdog's radar. So the competition regulator, the ACCC, raised concerns back in June about Transurban's proposed acquisition of a majority stake in Horizon Roads, which would include the major Eastlink toll road in Melbourne, Transurban already operates some toll roads in Melbourne, by the way, and this would just increase its presence over there. So the ACCC has come in and blocked the deal, saying the transaction would likely substantially lessen competition for future toll road concessions in Victoria. Transurban would operate every single private sector controlled toll road in Australia, which is massive if this deal went ahead. Transurban noted the decision with disappointment, they say, and reckons they're confident that it wouldn't substantially lessen competition. I don't know how they came to that conclusion because it sounds to me like it would, but I don't know. Anyway, Transurban is closely reviewing the decision and will consider all options available to it. Currently, it shares down roughly 3.5% coming into the close. Yeah, and Transurban's CEO is leaving Mm -hmm. soon Mm -hmm. as well, and he's going to be uh, heading up Sydney Sydney Airport, Airport. right? We spoke about that just Yesterday. yesterday. Fonterra is another stock in focus. It's heading in the other direction. It's up roughly 5%. So this is the New Zealand-based dairy company, one of the world's largest. It posted a record net profit for the year of around 1.6 billion bucks. That's in New Zealand dollars, a bigger dividend as well. And it was boosted in part by higher prices of things like cheese, milk, back to cheese again, and also dairy products. The shares rose today, but it did warn that profits in all likelihood are probably going to drop because milk prices have fallen back. So that's really what it's most sensitive to as a business. Shares in oil and gas explorer Invictus Energy dropped quite substantially today after they raised $15 million to fund its project in Zimbabwe. But unfortunately, this seemed to outweigh the news that it has commenced drilling at the Zimbabwe well project. So its shares are currently down 16.5% ahead of the close. Now, each quarter, the ASX 200 has a rebalance that it goes through where basically S&P, Standard & Poor's, which is behind the ASX 200, it essentially decides a certain number of stocks that are going to come off the index and others that are going to actually join. So very broadly speaking, it can be helpful for stocks to make their debut or, or get back onto the index. And it can be quite hurtful for stocks as far as the share prices go to leave it because it can you know, actually drive trading volume. So if you're a new company that makes your debut, there is a possibility there that there's going to be more buying and selling. So what we've seen is this rebalance take place at the start of the week. And of those that have been removed, we've had some pretty big losses for the most part. Syrah was one, it's down 23% this week. Lake Resources was another, it's down 8% this week, but 25% lower this month. And it was on September 1st, where it was announced that it would be removed this week. Immugene's down 18% this week and Brainchip is down 33%. And of those that have been added, Data 3, 5% higher this week and Romilius up about 7 
And this, of course, is an environment where we've already discussed it's been quite an, an ugly week for markets. And these are some of the stocks that have done reasonably well. Exactly right. And it's worth mentioning there that the market is now shut. We fell by 98 points, 1.4%. So not a great day on the Aussie market. So we're down at 7,065 points. So pretty close to the worst levels of the day too. So we've Mm -hmm. had some significant declines early in the session. The market plateaued for most of the afternoon and then dropped off right at the close. Let's look forward. Let's look forward. There's a lot happening tonight. So the central bank bonanza isn't over just yet. No, fun stuff. The Bank of England, so obviously 9 p.m. tonight. UK central Bank will be making a decision later on this evening. And then you also got the Swiss. They're, sorry, bank. just the Bank of sure. England while we're on that. Yep. They're likely to lift rates by 25 mm-hmm. basis points. And that would take them to 5.5% because inflation is ultimately still too high over there. And they've yep. actually had 14 consecutive rate hikes over there, Ouch. which is a lot. Uh, sorry, go on. The Swiss National Bank. Yeah, the saying? Swiss National Bank as well. That's actually going to Soon. come through sooner. Yeah, five thirty. Um, five thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so Sydney time. And the expectation in markets is a small rate hike there. Mm-hmm. But that's from one point seven five percent to two, so much lower than many other countries. So we'll see yep. what happens. And then tomorrow we'll have the Bank of Japan as well. But tonight at twelve a.m. we have uh, one of our economists here, Ryan's. Favorite central banker speaking, President Lagarde. Christine Lagarde. Yes. So that's the ECB or the European Central Bank uh, president. And all eyes will be on what she has to say, I suppose. Ryan's on leave as well. He'll be listening in, I'm sure, by the pool, you know, listening to (laughs) what Christine has to say. (laughs) He um, lives and breathes. The economy. Indeed. And tomorrow we've also got quite a few updates mm-hmm. on manufacturing, which are going to come through globally. So there'll be one in Australia, there'll be updates in the United States, Europe mm-hmm. and Japan too. So quite timely looks mm-hmm. into activity levels across their economies and a few companies paying out dividends as well tomorrow mm-hmm. in Australia. QBE, Hello World Travel, Macmillan Shakespeare, Globe, Eagers Automotive, AGL and Sky City, just to name a few. I think that's it. That is it. Well, have a great evening, everyone. See you tomorrow. And happy birthday to Laura (laughs) for tomorrow. Thank you, Stevie. Unfortunately, I won't be here tomorrow, so I'll be missing out on all the fun. Have a great day. Thank you. Good night. This podcast is prepared, approved, and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067254399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting, and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.